You are now tuned in from the desk of low. Brought to you by from the Dat Feeling Podcast Network. If you have a dream, go get it. As we return from the desk low, I got my guy right here. He just released his fire, fire record, Maxi Single 3. The beloved flays on it. Uh, without further introduction, I have with me AM Early Morning on the phone. Oh, no worries, my guy. You know, I always salute the wheel, you know. I'm actually in the studio cooking right now, waiting on you, my guy. Yes, sir. Uh, well, um, what I was curious about, first of all, because I don't want to ask you the obvious questions right off the bat, sir. Um, I'm curious, what made you want to go by AM early morning, sir? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's a that's a good one. Um, really, just uh, the ambition in the morning. Um, I'm a really live, awake person, so you know, I'll be uh, up early, man. Hence the name. You know what I mean? Just you know what I mean? Like working to that next next project, to the next next thing. You know. I, f- I feel you on that, my guy, too, man, because <laughs> I'm always I'm always a morning person, man. I got to have that morning and loud and good rap in the morning. I was bumping Max Single 3 this morning, too, and Max Single 2. Yes, sir, I appreciate you, man. I really appreciate you for that, man. Um, no, no, I'm, cur- I'm curious, too. Um, When you were making Maxi Single 3, what made me really, really want to do the interview was the pin. Yo, that's like some next level thin that pin right there. Did you make did, was that come up like on the fly? Yeah, you know what? So really, that's a good question, man. Uh, with the pin, a lot of the things that I try to do with my music, I try to incorporate um, new things every time um, in every drop that I'm like single drop that I'm doing, a project that I'm doing, just kind of to create a different vibe than what other artists are doing themselves, you know? So with the pen, I kind of uh, had that idea, kind of. So I sought it out, and I was like, all right, what, what projects should I do it for? And um, I just thought the whole well-rounded Maxi Single Project would have been a good way to, you know, um, release that and present it to the people. Now, when, when you're doing, like, Maxi Single 1, 2, what made you want to continue that series, too? Because you could have easily said... I'm going to stop at one. Yeah. Facts, facts. Yeah, uh, I think it was building the relationship with the uh, producer, Il Brown. Um, he produced one, two, and three, every every single song off all of the projects. So um, really, I mean, um, just working with him and catching the vibe from uh, Maxi Single One, where he was actually living in California, to Maxi Single 2, part of it, like the start, like probably about halfway through, he moved back to Chicago. And uh, me and him kind of developed, went from the internet, I mean, excuse me, the email and texting kind of thing to now we started developing, seeing each other hand to hand, face to face, and, you know, making him making beats right there and me kind of just jotting down music and, you know, starting the process of the whole Maxi Single volume two at the time and now here we are with volume three yeah well what made me do the research on you know too was um when i'm listening to max single two and then as i was bumping max single three you can see the growth as an artist too i'm curious am early morning when did you first start taking rapping seriously 
Uh, definitely probably about 2014, 2013 is when I started really taking it serious and kind of just going through the process. Because, you know, um, I started just just like anybody with music, listening to it and then tapping in with my friends just, you know, at the bus stop or something and just freestyling, you know. That's when I first started it. And then taking it serious about 2014, I had dropped, um, you know, a project with my buddy late night, early morning with my boy Chance. Uh, that was the first like project that I did, and uh, yeah, I just kind of took it from there, man. That's where I really just upped the ante and just went for it, bro. Did you go by AM early morning back then too? Yes, yes, I did. Um, the, however, you know, I use spaces now. I use so it's actually a dot m dot like kind of like a clock. But now, you know, uh, that, that's what I that's what I use now. But before, a lot of people were calling me Am. Like, you know, I am going to the party. <laughs> that's how kind of people were saying, you know, saying the name like Am early morning. So I thought, hey, let me just kind of put the dots and the spaces in between it and see, you know, if that'll help me out. And it, so far, it's been pretty good. Yeah, because I know that artists are very particular on where they stylize their name, too, because you want the people to be able to find your music. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, that's, that's very true. That's very true. Um, when I listen to tracks like Body and Soul and If They Only Knew, it makes me, like, think about, like, my life and everything that I've been through, too. Do you purposely make records like that to make people think about their past, or... You kind of vent and let your own story tell it. Yeah, yeah, that's a real good question, man. That's a real, real good question. Um, a lot of a lot of rappers, a lot of artists say, "Oh, you know, I just I'm, I make music for me. This is this is all the only. It's about my life and my story." Well, your life really isn't only about you, right? It's about everybody around you who's involved, like the person you talk to on the bus stop, the person you talk to on the train, the lady you get your sandwich from at the, you know, like, sandwich shop. All these people are incorporated into what you're doing today. You know, and for me, it's like, for my raps, it's like, I might talk to you or to you on the street corner, I don't even know who you are, but you could have, me and you could have an amazing conversation. I might put that stuff in my raps, so that way, somebody else who's going through that same style or same thing, they feeling that, you know, they feeling it through me speaking it, you know? So, yeah, that's a very good question, man. Yeah, I definitely um, look out for people, of all, every, everyone, you know, while I'm, you know, making my raps and thinking about what people are saying daily. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, well, most definitely, too. And, like, that's the way music should be made, too. It's not only about your life because you never know who will flock to your music and actually be able to relate to it. Correct, man. Now, correct. When you make tracks like Last Forever, too, you obviously want your music to last through the test of time, too. What artist really inspired you to make timeless music? Uh, I mean, definitely like the greats, Biggie Smalls is like huge for me. Um, you know, I mean, as far as like underground, um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, like Juice from Chicago, um, but like a lot of these artists like that i don't i don't really go into just one category underground or commercial whatever it's every kind of artist for me it's not hip-hop or rap either you know I'm huge in the, you know different styles of music so <clears throat> um for me it's yeah it's the 
people like Biggie is, you know, the older cats, the older souls, you know, I like a lot of Motown music. So, you know, it's all different types of genres, my guy, all different types. Well, being from Chicago, too, and when I listen to your music, too, you don't sound like an average Chicago artist, too. Like, to be honest, I thought you were from New York from the way that you're rapping, too, because you could have easily went into the drill route, mind you, a little bit of drill is in your music when I listen to songs like Lightwork, too, but it's not heavily influenced, though, because your music has, like, meaning behind it. Right. Not saying right. drill. Yeah, I mean... Oh, go ahead, my guy. Go ahead. Yeah, as far as the, as far as the uh, trap element um, here, I think with Midwest artists, you're kind of always going to get that little feel or that soul or that vibe, but again, it, you're hearing, like you said, the New York, you feel that really like New York sound. That's really because for me, listening to different styles of music and understanding kind of what's going on and getting the feel from different genres, man, again. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, when I listen to tracks like You Saved Me and Diamonds um, featuring Joel Q on Diamonds and Uncle Randy on You Saved Me, what made you want to add guests to that single in particular, too? Because you could have easily just had Flea or just not even. You could have just had all that for yourself. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think for me, um, I don't really do a lot of uh, features. So when I pick them or when I hear a song, I say, oh, man, you know who I sound really good on that? Um, that's that's kind of like where it goes from there. I say, oh, man. Joel Q sound really, really, like, funky on his beat, you know, and I just reach out to him, and, uh, you know, thing with me is always have, um, you know, your music ready, always have your beats ready, um, you know, just for a process, so that way people can go through their own process and say, hey, this is what I'm doing, this is the beat that I want, here's the hook, you know, Go ahead and do what you're going to do. And it makes it easier for other artists that you're trying to link up with and incorporate their own music, their own styles, and be able to, you know, let them develop and breathe on the track or whatever you're trying to get them to do work, working with you, you know? Yeah, I noticed that too. Um, how come you didn't include the single Running Up on it? Uh, so Running Up, again, was uh, that was a... That was a song that was done by another producer. Um, yeah. Shout out to my boy DSB, DSB Beats. Um, that was that was on a uh, that was literally just a single that I had dropped, and I didn't want to put it on the maxi single only because it Il Brown has solely produced that record. One, two, and three. Yeah, and he did not. He didn't have anything to do with the record other than mixing it. So I just didn't. I felt like you know to keep it you know, the same, and to keep it, you know, classy and just make it that same vibe. I wanted to keep Il Brown solely just on the maxi single one, two, and then three, just have him on there, man, just, you know, end it um, with it like that, you know, that twist on it and just keep it there, me and Il Brown. Uh, I'm curious, AM Early Morning, why the name Maxi Single for that series in particular, sir? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a very good question. Um, so, obviously, uh, you know, a lot of hip-hop heads, they know what the maxi-singles, you know, the vinyls, 
And um, I, I wanted what I wanted to do was I wanted to create something short, but I wanted to create also all elements of you know what hip hop is, you know, in the '90s and what hip hop is today, and where the people you know like the trap music or they don't like it. I feel like myself. I can, me and me and Neil Brown. The way that we made the maxi single was a soulful hip hop, still kind of yet trappy vibe, and that's what I mean. If you listen to all three, like back to back, one, two, and three, they all have that same consistent element of hip hop lyrics, hard boom bap beats, or soulful trap beats. And the biggest thing I think, um, in in Music today, hip-hop today, is I want, you know, hip-hop heads don't like the trappers, and the trappers don't like the hip-hop heads, and I think I'm trying to merge the two because um, I've seen both elements of hip-hop. I've seen in in, in both, you know, sub-genres, as, as you would say, I guess, you know. I've seen both styles, you know, work good, you know, and uh, I, I think me and L. Brown did a really good job mixing it and, you know, going for the culture. Yeah, well, you guys seem to have a really good chemistry, too, when you guys collab, too, because um, when would you say you and L. Brown first ever actually met Met? Because I'm not too sure if he's from Chicago or if he's from New York. So he is from Chicago, but um, I met him uh, November of 2015, and me and me, it was strictly through text message, or through Instagram, I'm sorry, and it's actually funny because give me one second, I can pull up the conversation that me and Ill Brown had. Um, That's the beauty of Instagram, and, people. And, yeah, yeah, man. You can go back to, you know, the real. So, yeah, it was November 5th, 2015. And uh, I just sent him, good morning, sir. Uh, how are things flowing? I said, uh, um, I heard your beats and I, 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 I like them a lot. And I uh, heard your name for a while, and I would like to know if me and you could get a three or five track song, uh, Project Done, early 2016. I sent him my email, you know, and all my stuff. And he texted me back, sounds good. Actually got a dope idea, let's do a four track, uh, that's called the Maxi Single. Talked about it more, uh, giving me a call, you know, he's, you know, he sends up his, uh, you know, his, his, his information, gives me his math, you know, and that's where it really all starts, you know what I mean? So November 5th, you got the, man, you got the date, dog. You got the date. <laughs> <laughs> November 5th, 2015, yeah, that's when me and Hill Brown officially, uh, you know, the first ball got the load, you know? And that's history right there. Yeah, ha, ha. Um, and then I'm I'm curious too. Um, when you guys were recording Maxi Single Volume Three, do you guys work well in the studio together, or do you guys kind of go back and forth with the emails? So, um, what I was doing for, and I'll just I'll just recap you really quick on Maxi One and Two. So Maxi One and Two, I have recorded every project that I've ever done, not just the Maxi Trilogy. I've done all my projects um, out of Chance Production Studios 
um, in Chicago. That's where I recorded mainly like all of my music up until about the, next, the last past six months. Um, that's when I started moving to other avenues. No, no problems with my man Chance. Just we, you just you know we we grew and we're just in you know a different space. And I'm working with a lot of different more artists in the city, so it's kind of hard for me to you know get to where he's at. So um, I literally started working with him when I started rapping in 2013. I started there in the studio with him. And uh, just about to the last six months, that's when I really have been actually recording with Ill Brown face-to-face. So Maxi 1 and Maxi 2, they were all recorded with my buddy Chance Productions. Half of Maxi 3, was recorded with my boy Chance Productions, and then Ill Brown. Now uh, he, you know, he's got his studio and everything set up and everything back. So now me and him are officially um, recording. He's my, you know, Chicago in 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 house recording now. So, would you say um, Lightwork is the official single for Maxi Single Three? Um, I would say. So, a quick rundown with Maxi 3. It was actually supposed to drop uh, early in the year 2018, but uh, I had some family issues with my mom, um, so I got the, the um, project sent back a bit. Um, but Feeling Good and Diamonds were actually set up for two, um, well, two singles that were actually supposed to drop and cover Maxi Single 3. Maxi Single 3 was only supposed to be five songs. Oh. But due to, you know, yeah, but due to the family, uh, you know, due to, like, family uh, issues, um, I had to push it back. I actually wrote a couple. One of the songs that, uh, you know, was already finished was had been rewritten, um, and I added two other songs onto Maxi Single 3. So due to, you know, the circumstances that I had, um, you know, Maxi Single 3 got two other songs added onto the project. Um, you know, so this project has really been anticipated since about February. February, let's say April, at the latest of 2018. So it's like, for it to be that long and it to now drop, like it's really gotten a good run and everybody's really been enjoying it so far. Well, and also, too, like, sometimes things happen in our lives where things don't always go as planned, and then later on in life, it comes out to be a wonderful thing. Maxi Single 3. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, you said that Diamonds and Feeling Good were supposed to be singles, too. I'm curious, did you have video shot for them? No, no, you know what, so... Um, originally, um, Body and Soul and Diamonds were going to be the two videos that, um, were going to be, you know, um, produced, but like I said, you know, you know, the things that were happening, um, time got set back and I ended up meeting Flea Lord and, you know, went, just went from there. Well, like I said, I didn't want to start off the interview with the most obvious questions, too, because I noticed that when I listen to a lot of other people's interviews, they, like, like a Royce 5'9", they're like, yo, how you know Eminem? I'm like, can you ask him something, like, else? So, um... Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm, I'm curious with you, um, we'll get into Flea a little bit after, um, would you say that you met Big French? Flea? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I 
I met Big French, yes, yes. My man, Big French. Shout out to Big French. That's the, that's the homie. Um, did you meet him through Flea? Oh, okay. So, so, so it's basically you met Flea first instead of Big French. Correct. But I, but I also I had I had um, excuse me I had Big French on Instagram, and he was actually following me before I even met um, Flea Lord. So I mean that's you know that's where that lands. So I'm, I'm I was introduced like you know handshake to. French from Fleet, but I had, you know, me and um, French had kind of like conversed like each other pictures on Instagram, commented, but nothing really serious. Like, I, we never met each other face to face. And that's funny. Well, and like a shout out to Primo Jab if you're listening. That's how I found through Flea, um, because most people find Flea through Prodigy. I found Flea through Primo Jab, and it was just, it was odd from there when I heard, when I first heard Flea on Book of Jab, I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Um, because <laughs> I'm big on, I'm, I was, I was on Slaughterhouse early, before they signed to Eminem, so when I hear people like Flea, or like AM early morning, I'm like, yo, these guys, yo, these guys are definitely up next. Right, man. I appreciate that, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, and like I said, I keep it a buck on this show. Um, when you're writing to AM early morning, too, do you have to sit with the beat, or do you have to like kind of roll around the city and get inspired as you like roll around the city? Because I know every artist is different. The way to get inspired. Correct. Yeah. Um. For me, yeah, I, I like to, I like to get the beat just to know what kind of where I'm going with the song, and kind of just to get like an outline or a skeleton of what I'm doing. Because if I get the writing and just write a bunch of stuff, it could kind of be, you know, uh, it could kind of get a little clustered. So me myself, I prefer to get the, <laughs> I prefer to get the beat, and then uh, you know sit down. And just write, you know, start writing to the project. When you hear a beat like Lightwork, do you know, like, automatically, like, that's the one you're going to write to? Or, like, or like, or is each beat different? Because I know artists, like, pick beats differently, too. Yeah, uh, I mean, for me, that's kind of usually how it jumps off. Uh, I'll just pick through kind of a range of beats. Um, I usually tell producers, hey, don't just send me one beat, send me like five. And then, uh, you know, I download them, I listen to them all. And, uh, you know, I just pretty much go from good or trash. And, you know, I just narrow it down, you know. Some some producers might get one out of 20. Some producers might get eight out of 20, you know, depending on, you know, what you send or you know, how consistent of, uh, you know, beats you're sending that might sound like a project. Um, you know, it all, it all really, really, really depends with me, but, um, I like choosing the names of the, a lot of producers send names of the beats. So, uh, I either pick, pick my own name and go through from, go through it from there. Or, um, I like, I, I like producers that kind of got that mindset of, they're directing the name to, toward the beat that they're making. So, you know, some 
you know, just for instance, somebody make a song or make some producer might make a beat or the beat said, might say Ferrari might be the name of the beat. And if the beat sound like a speeding car going 100 miles an hour, it's just only right. We're going to take the name and we're going to use it, incorporate it into the song. So it's kind of my writing process. Okay. That's very interesting. I don't think I ever heard that before. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm curious, too. Um, do you plan on doing physical and vinyl releases or cassette releases for Maxi Single 3? Or you kind of want to wait for 7 for 7 for you to actually do physical releases, sir? So the physicals, um, I will have physicals of the Maxi Single 3. Um, CDs, I'll have 50 print-ups. Uh, it will be um, here Monday. So, um, yeah, it, like I said, that's really all I'm going to do. Um, with with that, and just do the downloading. The the CDs are kind of just do a quick fit me just for the fans and just the people who really want to support. And um, I mean, the biggest thing with me is anything that I do when it comes to physicals or merchandise. I really try to give the consumer the best thing for their their money and their cash. So it's like. CDs that I'm pressing up, man, when you see them, they're just unbelievable. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I'll just take 50 CDs, I'll sell them when they're when they out, they out, and then, yeah, you know, my next project, you know, will be going for the vinyls and the cassettes. So, would you say, too, with your pens, too, you would include those in the physical releases, or that's a whole separate bag right there, sir? Yeah, that's a whole separate bag. I mean, the the pins were kind of like, just to run down the pins, the pins were kind of like a, I was selling them, but I also was doing a lot of uh, prize packages. You know, I was doing a lot of like, hey, you know, what was my last song I dropped on Instagram? Or go to my, you know, SoundCloud and what's, what was the last song I dropped on there? Or, you know... Um, name the, the second song off Maxi Single 2, kind of, you know, just like making the people aware and kind of making it fun for them, um, you know, and then just, you know, like mailing pins out. And, uh, you know, after after we, uh, you know, after we get done with the interview, you know, send me, you know, I mean, a little P.O. box, I got you, bro, I got you, Lord, I'll send you one, you know what I mean? Got you, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I appreciate that, Lord. Um, yeah, so that's what, that's what that was. Um, I'm curious too. Uh, the first time, because you you actually got a record with him too, and for you to work with somebody who you, um, I'm curious. The first time you ever heard of a Flea Lord? Yeah, so Flea Lord, uh, I heard him about three, four months before 2018. Um, what is it? A3C Atlanta Festival. Uh, I probably seen him not, not not seen him. I had listened to him on Spotify probably about two three months before the AC3 festival. Um, that's a huge festival in Atlanta, and uh, Conway and Westside they were doing a show there, and I ended up going and seeing a show, and I seen Flea Lord on the stage, and I was like, oh man, like and I've been listening to the dude, you know, I've been watching his videos, right? connected with him on Instagram and I was just like, hey man, like, I really like your music. Da, da, da. And I didn't think I was going to get a response back. He ended up hitting me back like within 10 minutes. Me and him started checking it up. 
man. Yeah, he's a good dude. Mostly the and yeah. probably the realest guy I ever had contact with too. Yeah, that's that's my boy, man. Like I said, the way he treated me, um, you know, when I went went to New York and when I came there, it was just mind blowing. Um, so for your single light work too, would you say you recorded that video early on during the recording process or did you record that after? Uh, so the song was actually, I created the song, um, I waited and I got, I got a joint, I got the joint, I got, had Sleeve Lord hop on it, on the joint. And then, um, you know, I wanted to shoot the video so I just, you know, I went out to, to New York and I shot the video out there with Fleetwood. And would you say, too, like, with visuals, too, I'm curious, do you plan on shooting more videos for Maxi Singles 3? Like, particularly a video for each seven songs? Not for each song, but, you know, I keep it, uh, you know, I keep my mouth quiet on that one, but there will be one more. Yeah, I'm going to drop. Alright, um, alright. Yeah, yeah, there will be one more, but, you know, you got light work, you got the light work video coming out this Monday, so, you know, you got some right there, you know, to hold you over. <laughs> well, also, too, um, with the project getting good responses, too, and you coming up coming right back with 7 for 7 too on my birthday actually that's kind of crazy how that happens too um with you like what made you want to release two projects within two months span within each other uh I think I think really what it is for me is I mean if you look at my catalogs and my dates and the times that I kind of draw music 2018, I, you know, I was, was it was unfortunate I wasn't able to drop Maxi Single 3, but through all the madness that I had going on, personal, I was still able to drop, I think it was, I'd have to look on Spotify or iTunes, but I think it was five singles, so I still gave people something really for them to listen to and kind of just, you know, be, uh, you know, always on point. And the um, thing that I did in 2018 after I was having these problems, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to drop two singles a month for as long as I can. And, you know, and then once, you know, the fans have something, everybody that supported me has something to, you know, listen to and be able to, like, you know, look at while I'm dealing with this stuff and you know the support still is there I still got people you know listening to the records and giving me good responses and I was like you know what I'm just I'm gonna come out early real strong I'm gonna come out with Maxi Single 3 2019 and I'm gonna just do what I've been doing releasing projects releasing music and um, I mean if you look from the start time of me really dropping stuff like Maxi 1 you know early morning extra and um, you know, uh, late night, early morning. When you see those projects, you kind of see. I'm not waiting to drop my music, kind of like some of these other artists are, because well, you, you just know there's no there's no time to wait. Kind of in the melting pot, you got 50 other artists who are really doing the same thing. They call themselves artists, but they don't want to drop music. So it's like, what? Why am I an artist if I'm not going to drop music to people? That's good. 
Yeah, because you want your music to resonate. You don't want to just put out anything. Right, right. So, I mean, the thing for me was putting these two projects out. Um, I, I have three projects for the year, and I'm working on the fourth one. And uh, my thing was to spake these out. You know, I give I give everybody these two. You know, and then uh, you know, I give it some time. I let them resonate, and then uh, you know, third and fourth quarter, I come back with whatever else I got left. You know, so that's the thing with me is just keep it consistent, and you know, kind of just wave at everybody because you know you out on that boat. You just gotta kind of wave and just let everybody know you're still here. You know. Yes, sir. Um, I noticed that your son too. You have kids too. Um, is your son a big inspiration to you as well? Oh yeah, absolutely. I use him in a lot of my artwork, and uh, you know, yeah, he's something big. It's what motivates me, man. That's a big fact. It's not even a question. Period. Yeah, that's right. And I got to salute that, sir, because a lot, <clears throat> a lot of people that they'd be putting their family on the back burner. Yeah, yeah, I feel that, man. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't roll like that. I don't know who. I don't know who's doing that, but <laughs> not me. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But like you said, like the world's the very world can be a very cold place, though. Right, right. I'm already knowing, man. You're telling the truth. Um, for for the people listening to my guy, gonna come back too for, with seven for seven on my birthdays too. So y'all need to tap into that one. But for now, y'all need to tap into that maxi single too, because y'all ain't gonna be disappointed from from the start to the finish. Um. Mr. A.M. Early Morning, this is a question that I ask all my guests, and I feel like that you being from Chicago and you having such music with such a meaning behind it, too, I think that you would give a very good answer to this question. Okay. Do you have, a, do you have any words for somebody in a dark place trying to see the light? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, it's just... I would say, do you, and like I said, can't nobody do you but you. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I would just, you know, whatever you got going on, I would, you know, think about it first and try to move forward with some other type of action. You know, all, we all, we all got to be safe out here. So, you know, if you, you know, you got something going on, you feel like you, you hurt or you're going to harm yourself, you need to speak to one of your friends or somebody around you. That's why I love asking that question too, because every person I ask that question to has their own unique answer to it. Yeah, man, no doubt. Everybody, everybody's their own person, man. So that's a big fact. And big facts right there. Um, a.m. early morning too. Like you said too, you're more than welcome to come back anytime you want, my guy. Um, is there anything that you like to plug in before I let you go, sir? Yeah, just uh, AM early morning on all social media sites. Um, you can find me on Spotify, on iTunes. AM early morning. It's actually, it's actually crazy because my name, like we were talking about earlier, I was having trouble. It's hilarious because either people 
saying? A.M. early morning. Yeah. A.M. early morning. It's actually A.M. dot. A.M. dot early morning. Just like that on, on all streaming sites. You know what I mean? So it's not A.M. It's not like A.M. P.M. That's a gas station. You know what I'm <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely, I always tell people you have to put in the dot. A dot M dot early morning. That's the biggest issue. So for the streaming music, like if you're streaming music, you definitely need to put in A dot M dot early morning before anything. Because like, like I tell people, like you said, the easiest thing is for people, the hardest thing is for people to find your music, and they, you know what I mean. Like you're not telling them where, where, where they are, where they can find it. So A dot M dot early morning. Man. All platforms, all streaming platforms. That's big facts right there, too. And y'all won't be disappointed when y'all go back and dig through Maxi Single 1 and 2, because 3 is fire. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate you for tuning in consistently and just being a, uh, you know, a firm supporter in hip-hop, man, and just taking this craft so seriously, man. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you so much, sir. I appreciate you, A-L-A-M, A-A-A dot A-M early morning, my guy. I had to make sure to say that right for the people out there. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, man. So, yeah, anytime, uh, yeah, I'll definitely be back soon. And once that 7 for 7 drop, we'll uh, definitely be getting in here and talk about that again, my man. I appreciate you. All right, and like that's another classic. I know I say classic a lot, but I really do be dropping classics. There's another classic interview from... Desk Low featuring AM Early Morning. Um, I just stopped the recording, my guy, and I just want to let you know I got this interview.